Josh, if you had to choose between two different things, a potentially dangerous trip to the moon, you could die, or settling in Cleveland, Ohio for the rest of your days, what would you choose? <laughs> Probably go to the moon. I, I don't, I'm not a fan of Ohio. <laughs> Was that wrong? Was that the wrong choice? I'm Joe. I'm Josh. <laughs> You've got questions? You're feeling grounded. your hosts Josh and Joe so what we want you all to do right now is subscribe to feeling grounded podcasts on YouTube like the video share this video to any prospective person that might want to enjoy our content and also follow us at feeling grounded podcasts on Instagram and become a patron we want you guys to be on that platform with us we genuinely enjoy putting out extra content on there for only three bucks a month. You can see what we're doing on that area. Joe and I, for the month of August, okay? So starting on August 1st, we're gonna do a 30 day men's wellness challenge, okay? And it's done by The Art of Manliness. I guess maybe we can post it in the description below. So Mm -hmm. check it out. It starts August 1st. It's not anything like too crazy. It's like, but it's like a, a new experience every day. So it's not like exercise and eat good. It's more like, what are your core values and like shine your shoes today but uh yeah so so guys check out the description below you can do it with us we're gonna we're gonna i want to talk about it as we as during the podcast as we're we're doing things and like discuss how it's going and all that um so yeah we'll do it together entertainment where's the entertainment guys yeah so even though this is the entertainment section that we normally talk about entertainment so today we can kind of word it as like this is the fault of entertainment yeah or entertainment's to blame here so i'm i'm super stoked for today i think this is going to be a really nice conversation that we're going to have something that needs to be said and i just hope people hear what we have to say we're talking about the modern man even like in a sense modern woman being lost but since we're two guys right here we're just saying mankind it's a little easier for us to talk about yeah man mankind in general plus it's easier on the words to say whatever But it troubles me greatly when I walk about my daily grind and I see so many guys with their heads down, physically speaking, but also metaphorically speaking, you know, with their Mm -hmm. heads down. Um, I see a lot of guys, uh, you know, what's their typical grind after 18? They're in college, four years or so, maybe even eight years or so. Mm -hmm. Uh, They graduate all in mind to service debt uh, but because they have this debt on them, you know, they can't really build this little nest egg in order to, you know, comfortably buy a home or, you know, find a girl or something like that to settle down, for example, until maybe comfortably at the age of 35 in a lot of cases. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's like a big mountaintop for a lot of guys that they can't exactly fulfill. You know, as soon as people are done with college, which of course everyone's going to college now, mm-hmm. they come out on the other side and things just fall apart. Mm-hmm. Things just fall apart. Yeah, they have all this debt, they ambition, drive, desire, 
all of it is like not there. Mm -hmm. And it just makes you wonder like what has happened. Mm -hmm. And now, I mean, the average person has like what? $30,000 worth of student debt. Like it's like it's insane. One thing like, like that I was going to say here is, you know, I look about my friends, you know, I look about people like our, in our age group and you see individuals who are trying to like better themselves they're trying to find a career they're trying to like find that living that everyone is searching for and no one is really seeming to do that like it, it's, it's 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 like a hard thing to accomplish mm -hmm. to to have that great job which then leads you into whatever's next so in my conversations with a lot of men in, in my life uh you know salt of the earth guys you know mm -hmm. uh they're not like flashy or cool, but they're, they're just, they're good people. Um, society as a whole looks down on that, it seems. Uh, of course, men fall at that point, you know, with having goals or drive, it seems. Of course, men would fall into nihilism, despair, relativism. It seems as if playing video games day in and day out, you know, they're killing off their days, you know, nothing to aim for. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. And this is something I feel really passionate about. Yeah. Because I feel this in my own life mm -hmm. when, you know, this, this happens. And I, and I definitely see it in other people's as well. And this is something I talked about other last episode, two episodes ago, mm -hmm. where when we are so involved with technology, mm -hmm. when we spend so many hours in front of a screen, in front of a computer, in front of our phones, laptop, mm -hmm. iPad, television, whatever it is, it kind of like steals us, it like saps our individuality, it like saps our humanity, especially for men, it saps your masculinity. Mm -hmm. And when you spend hours playing video games, mm -hmm. which I'm not against video games, I love video games, I play them, you know. I think it's okay to play them, yeah. Like for, for in my own case, I haven't played mm -hmm. them in a while. Yeah, I mean, there's a balance to everything, right? Absolutely. But when you, when you let it steal your life and you let technology steal your life, it, it ruins you. Mm. It ruins you. Like I said, you lose your individuality, you lose your masculinity. Mm -hmm. And we're finding all these statistics that are coming out that are saying this to be true. Well, there was one that I read recently. It was off of this website from that we're going to talk about the art of manliness, mm -hmm. where they said that testosterone levels for our generation are the lowest that they've ever been in men. Okay. Lowest that they've ever been. And every generation, like we think about our parents, and their their parents or you know or grandparents great grandparents so on every time it like decreases a little bit really? now between our parents and us our testosterone levels just as, on average have um descended 25 percent, 25 to 30 percent no kidding in in our who we are right in the men that we are and that is jarring to me mm -hmm. And, you know, that's why you, you look at your parents, you look at your grandparents and you, you see that the, li the life that they led, mm -hmm. it was it, oftentimes it's so dramatically different mm -hmm. than who, you know, our generation of men are. And what I, what my argument is, is that we are kind of living in a time in, in a society, in a culture, just whatever, where we are kind of losing our individuality mm -hmm. we're losing our masculinity to these things and it's kind of stealing us what does it mean to be a man we set a mountaintop 
I love calling it that. Setting up a mountaintop, something you're Everest. Um, and I think like you want to go to the moon or something like that, or you want to climb up Mount Everest. That's what I mean right there. You can't just make that the goal. You have to make that into actionable steps too. Um, no matter how long it takes. And basically everything that we do should be focused on our goals. Yeah, I would agree with that. Now I would go a step further. I don't like the idea of a lot of people are just afraid to, to go out and say like, well, this is what this is what men are, mm-hmm. because immediately you're feeling that oh, I'm just going to be hated because of my own opinions or my feelings about what a what a man is supposed to be. Yeah. When oftentimes the the world, you know, media, society is trying to tell you who you are. Mm-hmm. But I think just based on nature alone is where a certain like we are these things. Yeah. And so how I would define what a man is is four things. Yeah. I would say that you're you're we are cultivators, mm-hmm. we're defenders, mm-hmm. we're protectors, mm-hmm. and we're lovers. Like that's what we are. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, all these things can be twisted and ruined and and and, and, and destroyed because yeah. of whatever X, Y, and Z, whatever your life is, whatever has gone through to you, whatever has happened. Mm-hmm. But those four things are like what a man does best. Mm. Okay, cultivator, meaning that you create you give you invest mm-hmm. like you you kind of like use those things to build up others mm-hmm. right? and oftentimes people will, will kind of destroy that and use it to harm others or, mm-hmm. or whatever it is right defender that's kind of given right yeah same with protector so what you have you you try to protect like my family like that's my that's my role as a, as a father and a husband mm-hmm. is to ensure that my wife and my children are, are safe at all times mm-hmm. and regardless. And if I ever see anything happening to them, like it's my duty to protect them. Mm-hmm. And now, you know me, I'm not someone that's like aggressive. Like I'm a really gentle person. Like I'm- But if something you know, were to happen right there, you would go- That is my responsibility. Yes. That is my responsibility as, um, as a man, right? Mm-hmm. To protect them. Like, you know, if my, my wife is being mugged or something and I'm right by, like, I'm not going to just say like, hey, you got it, honey. Like, you know, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to be right in there to help her. Yeah. That's my, that's my role. And then lastly, lover, right? Like, this is, this is the problem of today is, is society and in, in, in has destroyed the concept of what love is. Mm-hmm. And especially for, for men, mm. like what is, what does it mean to love? And obviously, oftentimes it's mistaken as like physical intimacy, but what love is, is it's laying down your life for another person. Mm-hmm. That's what love is. It's sacrificing and, and wanting the good, the greatest good for another person. Like mm-hmm. that's what love is. And our society does not understand that. Our world does not understand that. And sadly, men don't understand that. Mm-hmm. But that's that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And that's what it means to be a man. And yeah, yeah so like having that mountaintop, you know, having those goals and, and striving for them is really important. Yes. And that's kind of a part of all that, you know? So multiple mountaintops can be had from for men for example you know have like do you picture yourself having a family do you picture yourself uh 
it's not like the things that you have, the mountaintops are not things that, oh, I'm going to picture myself having a Ferrari in 40 years. That's not a mountaintop. A mountaintop is really, do you picture yourself with the f- certain friends that you have? It's more like activities or people that you surround yourself with. I wanted values, to make that, right? I wanted yeah. to, yes, values too. I wanted to make that distinction. So yeah. sorry if I wasn't as clear about that. But I think one of the best exercises that we can do for that are get away from technology, like for a moment, even maybe for just 10 minutes and you close your eyes, what do you daydream about? Because if you're on that phone, you're not daydreaming. Daydreaming Mm -hmm. is good in in this exercise. What do you daydream about? Do you daydream about having a family? Do you daydream about having like a certain group of friends at this certain types of functions? Do you you dream about going to the Everest? Do you dream about going to uh, travel the world or something like that? What have you? Yeah, being a leader, being yes. a boss, yes, whatever it is, like, mm-hmm. is that your dream? Yeah, or is it your dream to, you know, be, you know, happy and satisfied? Is mm-hmm. it, you know, whatever it may be? Do you do you daydream about, you know, going to the moon, or would you rather settle for Cleveland, Ohio, like I said yeah. before? Exactly. Like if if you hear somebody say that, based on your previous conversation, I'm just going to settle for being the Pizza Hut manager at Cleveland, Ohio. Like, what the hell are you talking about? It's dangerous. Exactly. And that's so many conversations that I've had with so many men, men younger and older than me. Yeah. It's like, it's like the drive is gone. It's like the, the thing that fires us, our ambition, our motivation, our whatever is like, mm-hmm. is, is missing today. Mm-hmm. And, and technology addiction has making, it, it seems to be, it seems to be making us settle. Well, because what you think about, right? So what happens with all this stuff? Scrolling through social media, like people, you know, we, what's happened to all of us where we get stuck in that loop where we spend hours on our phone just looking through and it's like you forget what you're doing. You don't realize what you're doing. Mm-hmm. But what's happening in your brain is is you're getting those those dopamine triggers and the fires of, you know, these chemicals if, that are kind of rushing through you, which is as a if motivation. You, as if you have done an action. Exactly. Yeah. Well, what it is, it's a motivation. It's the, the, the feeling that I'm going to achieve something, that I'm going to get something out of this, mm-hmm. you know? And then what, what happens there is it, it affects that, um, you know, the neurological center in our, our brain that's releasing this um, chemical or I forget the mm-hmm. title of it. And every time, the longer that we do this, so the more that we need and it, and it, and it shrinks and it, and it harms that, uh, that motivational trigger within our mm-hmm. brains. So mm-hmm. then in my own life, just doing work, just doing something that's healthy, like mm-hmm. le- that has a less response is harder to do. Yeah. So that's why individuals who are, who are lost in these things struggle with accomplishing anything, with having like a drive through their work, you know, having, having ambition and accomplishing things. They just can't do it because of this inability to be motivated and to have the energy, the drive, the self-discipline to push them through it because it is ruined by the stuff that they're doing. Mm-hmm. And that's what this breaks down to, I think hundred percent. And you know, a lot of stuff has come out and said this. And I think what we need is to do what you just said, to take a break from this stuff, to just take a step back and realize that there's so much more and the amazing thing about the human body is you can is it heals itself. It takes mm-hmm. care of itself. And the longer that you spend away from things, the more you'll see that, that like you will be driven again. Mm-hmm. You will have desires again. You'll be motivated and get things done. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
So the reason that we're actually having this conversation, uh, you guys listening, is because Josh turned me on to this 30-day challenge that we are doing uh, as guys, uh, 30 day from art of manliness. They came out with this list, maybe about 10, 12, uh, years ago. Um, basically a 30 day challenge to be a better man. Um, and we are currently on day seven at the moment time of this filming. Um, but you know, day one, what are your core values? If you want to start today, just to start today, now we started on August 1st. Yeah, link it, link in description. Yeah, so we're going to put the link in the description. We'll have maybe the PDF because they, they came out with a PDF, which is awesome. I don't know, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've looked at, at the PDF, Joe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so on the very first day, it says you need to define your core values. And he, this big argument is kind of what we're talking about, how this guy is saying, like, listen, like if when I look at older gentlemen, when I think about my dad, my grandparents, I'm seeing someone who's driven and who has core values and is striving for those core values. And so you as a man need to like come up with these and know why you are alive, why you are living and what you're living for. And so for me, if I put my faith is everything, right? Mer- my marriage, my, my children. Uh, I said, what else did I say? I said peace, because I love peace. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, I said kindness and strength mm. as that's who I am. Um, because those, those five things, like I just want to strive everything for those five things. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do everything in my power to like, make those things beautiful and good and true and you know worth everything yeah right yeah those challenges <laughs> daily challenges they are very specific in that pdf so if you feel like you're a little bit lost they do help you out with step-by-step actions to take and it's all it's actually kind of comforting to hear that like yeah it's going to be hard for this specific challenge today but mm-hmm. yada 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 i Read love it. the stuff that's practical like I think day four was like increase your testosterone. Yes, and then day I two, day two was shine your shoes. Yeah. I, I I liked doing that. I liked having like just putting like something on TV and just doing that. I put a second coat on after drying it. It was, it was kind of monotonous but still relaxing at the same time. It sounds weird to say that. <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. Just because there's like things that you can do to to better and improve yourself. And I mm-hmm. I'm, I love that. Like I love like challenges like this. I love just going through seasons where like, I'm going to try to better myself and I'm going to clean up the gunk in my life and I'm going to try to be the best man that I can be. Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing that's like so important that we, 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 we can't be sedentary with our lives. Mm-hmm. We can't just be like happy with mediocrity. Like that's not what we were made for. We weren't made just to, just to skirt through life or to be harmless. You know, mm-hmm. all the stuff that like Jordan Peterson says, like you're meant to like slay the dragon and whatever that is and you can't do that if you're just sitting on the couch you know and now that's that's, this doesn't mean that everyone is meant to go on runs or everyone's meant to like no obviously you're you're made a certain way and you do what you do and everyone has different personality types um but it's just understanding that like we have to push for our best self whatever that is the best version of who we are and if we don't do that then what's the point yeah, you're going to be at the very end of your life. Will you have anything to show for it or will you be filled with regret? And regret, I have found even in my short time on this earth that it is one of the worst f- feelings that could ever befall you. Yeah. Because yeah, it, yeah. It, it's, some, it's a feeling that the best way I can describe it is something that corrodes your soul. Mm-hmm. Regret. What, what that's saying is like time that I have spent was not beneficial. Yes. It was not good or it harmed people or it hurt others. 
and it's just looking negatively at something that I've done. Now, it's important to say that this does not define you. This does not define who you are. So, and that, that's something that's like a negative feedback loop that we find ourselves in where I'm struggling with something. And then all of a sudden this defines me. Mm-hmm. Like this is who I am. When that's not true. That's not true. Like we all were like, we're made to be good and to be good. Yeah. And just because we have difficulties in our lives, just because we have pain, we have addictions, we have struggles, those, those struggles, that pain, all that stuff does not define who you are. Mm-hmm. It's, it's every day you have a chance to, to renew who you are and to better yourself and choose the good. Mm-hmm. And you can do that every moment of every day. Now, obviously, it's much harder when you have difficulties and you have struggles, which then you have things like therapy and things you can go through. But it's always important to realize you're good, dang it, and choose to be good. Mm. You're all good, good men, and let's all strive to be the best men that we can be, dang it. The future is inevitable, but let's travel back in time. So for timeline, today is August 11th, Mm -hmm. Wednesday, August 11th. I'm going back to August 11th, 1984. So President Reagan, he Uh, he, uh, joked about bombing the Soviet Union. So Reagan, he usually had a weekly 9 a.m. live broadcast. And in this case, it was in Santa Barbara, California. And he said, my fellow Americans... I'm pleased to tell you today that I've signed legislation that will outlaw Russia forever. We begin bombing in five minutes. I love this. That's so funny to me. It's so hilarious Um, (laughs) because he's a natural actor. That's how he got his start. Um, But very soon this got to the media and parodies and of course critics uh came out uh on the offense against him especially soviet news agency they called themselves tass i think that was their acronym uh Mm -hmm. and they said this isn't responsible of of him which you can argue that sure um but (laughs) it's funny uh in 1985, Mikhail Gorbachev and him had a better, like, in close relationship. Anywho, that's just the long and short of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but had Twitter or social media been oh uh, present during that time? All I mean, we have gaffes of presidents even today. Um, but it's just very interesting, that gaff, how it would have gone. Probably the <laughs> same way. Well, the thing is, is Ronald, Ronald Reagan would never have been president in today's world. But um... Fair enough. And I think he was one of those presidents that like, uh, this is kind of where the divide began was with Ronald Reagan mm-hmm. um, because the media did destroy him because the liberal media hated him at the time. I mean, I, it's just a bit of fun, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, like he, he just did a silly thing and of course he got ripped to shreds for it, but he was, I, did, he was, I had not was, known that. Yeah. He was a great man. He was a really great man. But again, like with any politician, there's always a big group of people that don't like them. Mm-hmm. Half the country, right? Which is not the expression. August 11th, 1964. August 11th, Hard Day's Night was released. Mm-hmm. A musical comedy film featuring the Beatles was released in the United States. So this got a lot of attention, right? Of course. Would you agree? I did not grow up watching this. I know a lot of people that no. did. The first time I saw it was a couple years ago. And I, I loved it. With Claire? With Claire, yeah, mm-hmm. and her family. And I think it's hilarious. Yeah, I, I, have, I, have it in my, I have it in my DVD sets uh, mm-hmm. back there. 
that was the first actually no when when we had like old blockbuster video stores back in the day because i did mm-hmm. grow up grow up with it uh as a child yeah, yeah i did too i well, video. had got it of, of my own accord i think my own money i believe and i think i bought it also with help yeah their second feature film the year after and which was which was released on the same day too. same day yep yep so that's another timeline that's another timeline um 65 yeah i i so i basically watched them all in the same weekend it was just amazing uh to be exposed to a whole bunch of music at that point in time um because i'd never heard any of those songs it was only pepper and then Mm. that was it because i wanted to expand my horizons i feel like that's a majority of people they begin with with sergeant peppers yep so looking at looking at that early beatles i was enthralled um Mm -hmm. because it was at the height of Beatlemania, and it was just a fantastically made film too not really not really shown on cable too often which um yeah you never really see i I mean i never heard about it until once or twice once or twice i've seen it the um yeah it's like british humor you know and, yeah, very Monty Python esque. Yeah, yeah, just kind of like the dry, but kind of I guess witty sort of. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's funny. I laughed at it. And there's no times. setup to it at all for yeah, the show. Yeah, which um, <laughs> it, it takes a lot for people to get used to, especially in this day and age. Yeah, it's kind of like one-liners, almost like witty one-liners yep. in a way. I guess mm-hmm. you could say, kind of like insults. Um, yeah, you know, I appreciate it. It's very funny. Now, my question is, um, this probably isn't the case. Was the album, when was the album released? In, in... It was released earlier in the year. I think it was March of okay. that same year. It's different because in the US and the UK, they had mm-hmm. different pressings. They had different track listings. So it's very, mm-hmm. it's very difficult to pin down unless like you do your research. The UK EMI album was released. Uh, it was recorded between January and June based on their touring schedule. And it was released as an album July 10th. Okay, so basically like a month. Yeah, so to hype people up, and that was a fantastic move, if I do say so myself. Yeah, and then to drop the movie. Mm-hmm. And then for help, the release date for that album, uh, I believe it was August 6th. So oh, wow. basically, yeah, so it's basically around the same time, like maybe a week or so before. So Nice, very cool. Mm-hmm. So then I guess, yeah, the people would have listened to the music first and then so I got, you know, then got excited about this movie coming out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Horror's Day Night, they, it got a lot of attention. Definitely did. I have seen it on like lists of like top 100 movies of all time, you know? Yeah. Because um, there's just something, something about the Beatles, man. I tell you, like they were the band that like brought celebrity culture to musicians and to like everybody's lives i feel like mm-hmm. especially rock and roll because this was this was a time this was a band that like everyone listened to yep like parents and kids alike like everyone loved it you know yep. which is crazy to think about because today i think that's not really the case today like if my kids like pop like an artist coming out like i probably wouldn't know them or like them or listen to them but like the beatles like everyone liked the beatles mm-hmm. which is crazy which i think celebrity culture first started with elvis but then it was catapulted even further with yeah but the, the thing beatles. with elvis is people didn't like Elvis, like Good point. moms and like Good the old point. generation did not like Elvis because Good of point. How, he, I see, how he was. He I see similar between Elvis and the Rolling Stones because they were the difference between uh, Good Boy Beatles and then, um, yeah, you know, raunchy true. Rolling Stones because they represented well, uh, rebellion, right? Re- you know, teenage sex, rebellion. That's what I meant. Drugs yeah. and rock and roll. That was the mm-hmm. whole thing. Mm-hmm. And the Beatles, they were a little more professional about it. 
least at mm-hmm. first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously when the late 60s came, they kind of they fell apart. But... but they were still poetic about most of their stuff too. Yeah. yeah. Well, it wasn't and... really, I guess, until Paul that came out and said that they do LSD. Like, <laughs> Good point. And then they kind of lost that, uh, that image that they had. Insert why don't we do it in the road. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. That's funny. Yeah, because before that, it was like more innocent, you know. That was just kind of how the culture was too. Like a lot of things were happening. There was a lot of problems at home. And I think about, which is something we should talk about. We should talk about um, a James Dean movie. Rebel Without a Cause? Rebel Without a Cause. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I've got it on DVD. Yeah, we can do it's it. It's so good. It's so good. And we, we should talk about that one because that's okay. that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, so that that's kind of like where things are falling apart. But like, when we look look back and see what the time period was like, like a lot of people were like, the fifties was the best time to be alive, mm-hmm. because we kind of look at it with rose tinted glasses. We do. Because there's a lot of issues still, just like today. You know, there's always mm-hmm. going to be issues in the um, in society, but I think it was hidden more. Like it was, it, it wasn't in everybody's face. Mm-hmm. These people were honorable and they wanted to be respected, and they didn't want the stuff to be mm-hmm. known. Um, so there was that innocence and then the mid to late 60s came and then that all kind of fell apart and it became popularized to be more what's the word not as innocent i guess yeah to just come out as your what you're doing like your your sex life and your drugs that you're taking and was that the it seems like there's a similarity between that and relativism like doing your own thing yeah yeah i think so I think so. And that's, that's the major problem with today. That's something mm. we can talk about too is relativism. I can go hours talking about how awful it is. Because um, mm. that destroys everything. Destroys morality, destroys truth. Like if you just, you do you, that concept completely ruins humanity. Mm-hmm. Because then Who do you no have holding people accountable if not for exactly. the rest of there's society? No account- yeah, there's no accountability except for you know, what people impose upon me or whatever it is mm-hmm. which even then it doesn't matter because what you're what you impose doesn't matter like what you think doesn't matter mm-hmm. and that's the danger of relativism but anyways so <laughs> that's for a different that's for a different day <laughs> all right anyways so timeline yeah 1964 hard days night came out and then 65 helped it it's time for happy crappy How's your week been? My week has been, it's been okay. Some monotonous stuff uh, going on since I had finished work. I've been sleeping in just a tad bit later, which I don't really like. I like waking up around like six o'clock or earlier. It's just me. Um, but other than that, it hasn't been too hectic, which I've, I need, I need that recuperation. Sure. That's good. It's going to get that rest in. How about you? Uh, I had a hard week, to be honest. The um, there's kind of a lot of crazy stuff that happened that um, required my attention. So, like on let me see, was it Monday or Tuesday? One of those days, my wife and I were getting ready for bed, and it was like 10 p.m. or so, and we're just laying in bed or reading, and all of a sudden, I see something moving. And so I look up for my book and there's a freaking bat flying around my bedroom and I spaz. And so my wife spazzes 
because I spazzed. <laughs> and we both roll off the bed and then crawl into our bathroom, which is connected to the bedroom. Did you close it to the outside room? Yeah. So what happened? Okay. I had to, um, like, so we, yeah, we, we went through to the bathroom and we're like, what the heck's going on? And then we walked out because there's two doors. So it's like a suite mm-hmm. style. Mm-hmm. So there's my bedroom and then into the bathroom. And then there's the door into the hallway to go down the stairs from there. So let me get this straight. So you've been in this house for just a couple of weeks. Right. Doing all this construction and whatnot, all the doors open, close, open, close by all the stuff that you're moving in. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, a bat is hiding out for those two weeks. No. Oh, okay. So that's some alien stuff right there. Yeah, that is right. <laughs> I end up locking it or closing the doors so it's in our bedroom and then i managed to get it trapped into our bathroom because it flies into the bathroom i ran in frequently i opened the zone there's a window by the shower open up the window and then after like an hour and a half two hours by about midnight it finally disappears and so i'm assuming that it flew out the window assuming assuming i never found it I haven't but we're, I, I did this like once where i would I went, I like peeked in the door and I didn't see it. So then I went inside and then it was just like hiding somewhere and it flew out and, you know, scared the crap out of me. <laughs> but this time I think it was really gone because I looked everywhere and yikes. We called uh, animal control that night that was had a 24 hour service. And you know what? They didn't call me back. So it's not 24 hours. So that's when I had to take care of it myself. Did any of your kids wake up during this momentous occasion? Oh, great. Which is pretty amazing. I know we were slamming and there was like screaming. And <laughs> um, you so trained them well. Good. You trained them well. Yeah, well, they're very good sleepers, which is great. So anyway, so what happened is, so my we have a an attic stairway. You know, like you pull the cord and it comes down. Yep, classic. So there's a little gap, um, so it doesn't close all the way when you shut it. So so it hangs down a little bit because the stairs are heavy. And so turns out we have bat infestation in our attic. So, so that's awesome. So that's great. Um, so I screwed off the stairs, the attic. So it's closed, sealed up. And then uh, a couple of days ago, we got animal, another animal control guy who um, helped us. And so he like installed a one-way door for the, bat, the bats to get out and not to come back in. And all this stuff is going to come back and plug it and check it and like, you know, whatever. But so that was like really, really annoying. <laughs> <laughs> So that was something that happened. Man, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. It's just one of those freak things where you're like, you never expect that this to happen to you, and then it does. And you're like, wow, like, like it hopefully never happens again because it's like, you know, like a once in a lifetime thing. So it's, it was an eventful week. On top of like other stuff happened, but it's not really worth saying. Um, but that was like the most like crazy. <laughs> and like, the, so I called an animal control guy. And then in the morning, they call me back. So, so supposedly they're open 24 hours. They're not. Um, they call me in the morning and we're like, yo, sorry, we don't do bats. Good luck. And I was just like, thanks, man. <laughs> like literally at 7 he, he was this random guy. I was like, yeah, uh, we don't do bats. So I'm really sorry, but I hope, you know, just good luck with, with this. <laughs> like you're an animal control yeah, guy. And animal, on their website. Animal control. On their website, the first picture is a bat. Yeah. And I was like, what the heck? So then I ended up calling some. Well, my wife ended up texting somebody else. And anyways. 
Um, yes, that's my crappy. Having a bat in the house. Okay. Um, my crappy was just Manandi after work um, mm-hmm. and basically waiting for vacation, which is coming up next week to start, which leads me into happy. I booked a trip to Acadia National Park and I'm heading there for a few days on Monday. So by the time that uh, this is airing, I will still be there. Uh, never been to Maine before, so it's going to be great to uh, make, make my way down there. I hadn't been to a national park since uh, Colorado or Minnesota. Where'd you go? Uh, Wyoming. Montana, Wyoming. Montana, Wyoming. Yep. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, so I'm very excited. Just by yourself? You just come by yourself? Just driving? Oh, out? again? Absolutely. Yeah. Nice. That's great, man. Yeah. Jelly. <laughs> are you doing? Are you doing tent? Are you doing a hotel, a cabin? What are you doing? It'll be a hotel quite near the park. I I, I don't so want to. I don't. Going there during the days, and then I don't want to do no camping again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I will probably still get to the park at the crack of dawn. That's great. Yeah, that's fun. And man. do some exploring. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I told you we're going to Ocean City in a couple weeks. So I'm excited mm. about that. I I love national parks and I've, I've heard that maine is so beautiful so i hope that hope you have a great time when you go yeah i used to do a lot of like camping mm. with like tent camping mm-hmm. and i enjoyed it when i was a kid but then when i got a little bit older i was like this is awful because <laughs> <laughs> you never see you don't sleep it's so hot um it's amazing how intolerant we are the older we get that's so true because when, you, when you're kids it's like anything goes everything's new and exciting and mm-hmm. then when you're older it's like ugh, this sucks <laughs> <laughs> i just want a bed in an air conditioner <laughs> <laughs> that's all i want rv is nice though going with an rv my yes. family did that a couple times where we went to delaware and then somewhere else too and we did rvs maybe just once and that was really great like sleeping mm. in an rv because mm-hmm. you get the whole experience but then also you get to have ac you know in a bed mm. closed off from animals and bugs and, and you bats. can and you can sleep in a walmart parking lot that's right because it's all free it's <laughs> good stuff yeah I'm, I'm excited for you i want to hear all about it my happy is that the carpet is in the house and it's all set up i did i moved a lot of furniture which was hard by myself but i did it, it took me a little while but um, I set up the projector and the, the sound speaker. So basically, it's like a media room, movie theater space. Also, playroom for the kids, like all the toys is in there now. Um, and it's really great. It's, it's so nice to feel like the, the house is done. We relaxed. Last night, we watched Avengers Endgame. Mm. And it was amazing. And tonight, we're, uh, the, her sisters are coming over, and we're going to watch Fellowship of the Ring, the extended edition. I just blast fellowship that that soundtrack is so good mm-hmm. they have the audiobook with that howard shore music on youtube i think really yep wow very cool yes that's my happy the house is basically done like i said at least i'm not picking up another paintbrush i'm not picking up any more furniture we're just we're, we're good very good So what we want you all to do right now is subscribe to Feeling Grounded Podcast, like this video, and share to any person that might want to enjoy our content. Follow us also on Feeling Grounded Podcast on Instagram. Also become a patron on Patreon. 
we put exclusive content out there for only three bucks a month. You guys will be able to enjoy our content in that area. Also, to put it uh, bluntly on Instagram, you guys get to see a bunch of other content as well for free. The link in our bio on Instagram has a bunch of other mediums that we are on, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We appreciate you guys. This was a fantastic uh, discussion. I hope you guys were able to watch the whole, were able to watch the whole thing. I hope you guys have a fantastic day. Let's keep the conversation going. Mm -hmm. I want to see comments under this video and I want to see what you guys think. Like, do you disagree with us? Do you think that men are doing great today? Or like, maybe you can talk about your own struggles in your own life. Like, let, let's get that conversation going and just like get some good, some love and positivity going on in the comments below. Okay. And I'll be there. I want to chat with y'all. I'll be checking and, and, and chiming in. And maybe Joe will do the same. Well, I will. Leave some questions, right? We want to do some questions uh, segments. Sounds good. You've got questions? If you're ungrounded.